Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons and Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. Battling the Orcs, don't worry, we'll beat you to take third place in Stadium Concretia. Oh, I'm Ark. Ooh, nice, 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 Ooh, nice. Yes, because of course, last episode, you came third in the first day of the Champion Games. Record timing on the second game. Absolutely unheard of in the Champion Games. So yeah, and all this lightning is just crashing around you and it's going for what, 10 minutes, Jamie? Is that right? 10 minutes, 10 minutes, nonstop lightning. (laughs) It's kind of awkward lightning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm of course also joined by We Are Reach's Amy Mallett. We met a sweet old lady named Martha and now Zach's thinking... Is that my father? (laughs) Nothing could be more father from the truth. (laughs) Very nice. Austin (laughs) Powers reference. Loving it. We did that last time as well, didn't we? With the guy who fell down the cliff. (laughs) Nothing could be my father from the truth. I love that. You just said father. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I hasten to ask if Austin Powers is um, politically correct anymore. But we move on. Um, We are, of course, all... Also joined by WhatCulture.com's Adam Wilborn. That's right, I'm Titus. Here I stand. I'm never without a trusty pocket of sand. A nightmare for orcs? I just don't give a shit. But what's next, Ollie, for Team Azatit? <laughs> yes! Hey. Clap for that one. Absolute clap for that one. Team Azatit. Um, yeah, the, the name that may come back to haunt you. Who knows? Um... <laughs> Is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Yes. Yes. Previously on Dice With Death, stood in the glass corridor between games one and two at the first day of the Champion Games, Zakaya surveyed the royal box containing a troop of high elves, a Goliath princess, and an elderly Aarakocran in military smarts. Zack pointed out the persons of interest to the party, and Ark knew immediately it was Field Marshal Harleatus Aves, Ark's father-in-law, and the man who ordered the destruction of the Gnome Forest with the power of Planewalker all those years ago. With Zack's description, Titus also gathered that the Goliath in the jade green dress was Princess Salu, Titus's love interest, the woman he wanted to prove himself to all this time. Zack then rushed to the door of the next game with thoughts of getting access to field martial aids as quickly as possible, but was then distracted by a banner unfurling from the stadium's roof, displaying previous winners of the Champion Games. One banner in particular depicted a team called the Femme Fatals, made up of a tabaxi named Star, a satyr named Fool, a half-orc half-dwarf named Madame, and a human named Vixen. Staring up at the banner, Zack, the party, and everyone in the stadium noticed the uncanny resemblance between Zack and the Femme Fatal known as Vixen. The gang pushed on into game two and were greeted by a sweet cottage frontage that had no discernible rear like the set of a sitcom. Ark took to the air to survey the room, while Titus and Zack knocked on the door and asked the voice behind it if they could come in for tea. In astonishment, the door unlocked, and game two of the Champion Games had been completed in record time. The gang necked some healing potions and headed into game three, where they were greeted by a lever. 
Ark pulled the lever and witnessed mountain terrain erupting inside a huge glass case battlefield. A circular disc then levitated off of the ground and delivered the gang into the arena for a fight with the orcish team Titus had run into earlier that day. In a battle atop the mountains, with winds rushing all around them, trying to knock them prone, Titus blew sand in the face of a combatant and drop kicked him into the peaks below. Sakai used her bare totem aura to buff Ark and Titus, and Ark conjured electricity and necrotic energy in his palms to defeat an orcish mage. While striking poses of the disc below them transferred the party to the victory platform, Ark, Sakai, and Titus all embraced beneath Ark's wings, cheering towards the crowds and celebrating their third place victory. Storms started to rage from the tip of Ark's staff, and blue arcane electrical energy surged between them all, erupting like a beacon into the sky. The gang's energy peaked, and with it, they unlocked a new group ability called Full Revive, returning them all to full health and granting them all their abilities and spell slots back. As the party felt healthier and heartier, having bonded in this way, Ark called down electrical storms that struck the stadium and caused triangles of brilliant energy to form in all parts of the concretion sky. As the party surveyed the adoring crowds cheering them on, Zakaya took one final look towards the royal box, where she saw Field Marshal Aves and an unknown male high elf shake hands as if to broker a deal between races. The male high elf then removed his hooded cloak and turned to the stadium to survey the rest of the proceedings. It was then that Zakaya, having already seen a human with a striking resemblance to her, noticed the male high elf also looked exactly like her. And that's where we are now. Zakaya, you're still looking at the royal box having spotted this high elf who looks exactly like you. Ark and Titus, you have currently not seen what Zakaya has seen, but celebrations are happening all around you. What do you do? I think I've got another like 10 minutes worth of lightning, so I'm just <laughs> going to keep, keep that going, I think. Zap, 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 zap. Um... Okay, so that's going off all around us. Um, I'm going to sidle up to Ark and just nudge Ark and go, um, Ark, because uh, we yes, spoke Zach, about sorry, field marshal. Sorry, I'm just concentrating. I've got I've got another ten minutes. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite difficult to talk and concentrate. Ten, ten minutes. Yep. Ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Bloody. Hell. I mean, at first I must admit it was like zap, 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 but now it's kind of zap, zap, zap. Okay. All right. Um, Sure, as you were, as you were. You just keep keep zapping. Thanks. Keep zapping. Thanks, Zach. All right. Hope it's going well. Um, Arc's yeah. like a dad at a dining table working <laughs> on something while his kid pulls on his arm like, Dad, Dad, Dad. And like, go away, go away. <laughs> because it's Field Marshal Aves that I was specifically going to sort of say, oh, look, they're, they're shaking hands. I I guess I'll hold on to that for the time being until the, uh, the old lightning's done. Um, but I wasn't really going to say anything to Titus, not necessarily because he was going to be out of the loop but just because it was field marshal aves in particular that i was like ah that's uh that's him arc the man of of which i am uh sworn to kill so yeah it's, it's fine i'm busy body popping anyway <laughs> i love how all this zach's having this whole moment of like holy fuck who's that and these two are just like doing their own thing in the corner. Arc's like, I'm Big a busy dad pain. and Titus is doing a Peter Crouch, like doing the robot <laughs> on, this, on this circular yeah. disc while lightning strikes all around his feet. Yeah, yeah. 
as Ark, I'm going to say. So who's, yeah. who's shaking whose hand? Uh, Field Marshal Apes. You know, we saw him earlier. He, he's up there right now. He shook hands with a, a half-elf. Uh, sorry, I'll say that again. He shook hands with a, a high-elf. The guy in the robe up there. He just removed his hood. Look at him. Look at him, Ark. I'm going to have a have a look. Ark, you gaze upon this high elf um, wearing the colours of the planet of Ene, yours and Zakaya's home planet. And you see that he is the spitting image of Zakaya. And the guy, a high elf? What are, what are they doing here? I've like... Do you, do you know him? I've... Uh, I don't know if this is true, Ollie, so this might be canon, might not be. Let me know if it's not. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a high elf before. That's correct. You, the Aracochrans, mm. you stay well away. You you are all about your own race. You have had dealings with the forest gnomes when yeah. there were forest gnomes. You've absolutely had dealings with them, but they are no threat to you whatsoever. Like... High elves as a race, being on the planet of Ene. Like, you know they're there. You've always kept, like, you've always had your men have, you know, keep intelligence on them, just as they would do about you, occupying the same space. But you've you've never interacted. So you would have seen a high elf, mm. but never this many all at once. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's weird. That is weird. When you say this many, um, Ollie, how many are there besides um, the, the high elf in question, the male? You see the high elf who looks exactly like you remove his uh, cloak. And then there's like another 12 that are all uh, with him, surrounding him, looking very um, authoritarian, stern, um, but with like this effortless grace. Um, and you only see all male high elves there are no female high elves there at all right i've never seen a high elf in person either Ark. i don't know who he is but i need to speak to him look look at him that that can't be a coincidence and we saw vixen earlier on the poster this is this is all a hell of a lot but i think we might be getting closer to unraveling some stuff that i've needed to know for a long time but also, what's Aves doing here? Like, what's he planning? What was that handshake about? Um, can I have a look at Zach's necklace? You absolutely can. You look at Zach's mm. necklace on around her neck. Yeah. Um, can I just kind of like not grab the necklace, but put my hand behind the necklace and try and stare into it and see where those two points of light are in kind of the universe at the moment. Of course is you can. One? Roll me, roll me an one? insight check. Okay. This is exactly like it was before when you and Zakaya were concentrating on this necklace to identify what was going on. Uh, so that is going to be 16. 16. Ooh. Ark, you place your hand underneath the necklace lifted off of um, Zakaya's chest and it's it's pulsing it's emitting light um, you look closer at it this it's the size of a cork but it's got every planet in this solar system on it 
and you're looking for the locations of those lights that were beaming on it, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see one on the planet of Ole, just as before. Mm-hmm. And you see one on the planet of Eid. E-E-D. Ah. Ole and Eid. Interesting. Is it pulsing brighter than it was the last time me and Ark examined it? Yes. Wow, okay. It is... What? Uh, it's throbbing, listeners. It is throbbing <laughs> in Ark's hand. In Ark's feathery hand as he holds it. It's pulsing. It's vibrating. It's... Yeah. It's not like crazy, but like this thing doesn't move and hasn't been moving unless you've concentrated on it. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is vibrating. So I'm just going to Zach. I'm going to go, I, I thought this was pointing put put at your parents, but I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's pointing at two other people. Mm. Unless, well, I'm making a big old leap that that's your dad up there. He does look exactly like you, though. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, I guess. Uh, with Vixen obviously looking like the, the human side of me. I mean, one could presume they may, may have had a relationship and they seem to both be shown in the same place. But I don't know where Vixen would be now. And sadly, that kind of died with Madame Modana. But she was the one who, who sent me in this direction, the Femme Fatales, the Femme Fatals. And, I mean, that's them. So I'm pretty sure about Vixen. I don't know about him, but we need to speak to him. Can we Can we get out of here? Can we go for a break? Maybe we can try and, you know, see if we can locate a way up there or something. Can I just turn to Titus? Titus, what, what, what happens next? What do we do next? Sorry, uh, whilst you were, you know, busy off having your conversation, I felt I really needed to, you know, keep the crowd going. So, uh, Ollie, I'd like to sort of slowly, whoa, whoa, build all the stadiums, the sides of the stadium mm-hmm. up, and I'm going to go for a backflip, obviously, a big backflip. Nice, one. yes! Is this, is, this the first, <laughs> is this the first backflip of 2022? Quite I think possibly. it might be. It's certainly the first backflip Quite of the possibly. games. Yeah. This is insane. Roll me an athletics check. Do this, baby. Zakaya, after this is Zakaya, after this has happened, roll me a history check, please. Mm. <laughs> yes! Uh, 21. 21. Oh, the whole crowd. This is hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, oh. you do this perfectly, like, athletic, muscular, full of grace, doesn't even look like you're backflipping. It just looks like you're turning over, like like you're controlling all the air around you, as if you were, I don't know, an aracochran with wings, just sticking them out and giving yourself all this balance and grace. And you land, feet planted on the floor, and you just hear all the crowd, every single person in this stadium go, so <laughs> <laughs> I also realised that just before I did that, that Zalu's watching this, and my whole, you know, mission is to like impress her and prove that I'm worthy. So if I'd face planted, I think that would be my campaign over, basically. <laughs> I wonder what Zalu's thinking, because she must be recognising you right now, yes. surely. Um, I mean, actually, yeah. I'd... So I, I so bloody Luke, Luke. Yeah, I land the, I land the backflip, mm. soak in the adulation. 
And then I turn around and I say, now we fucking party, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Stadium goes fucking crazy. More pyrotechnics, T-shirt cannons, the lot. Um, Takaya, what did you get on your history check? I got a 10. Not the best. You got a 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not the best, but with Ark holding this necklace in your hand... Uh, in his hand, sorry, in his feathery hand, you, your mind, like, darts to the picture mm-hmm. from your nightmare, and then that's it. Ooh. Cool. That's that's confirmed. I think that connection there between the, the picture from um, the vision of the Fem Fatals. Absolutely. That picture. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, that, that's that's what I kind of envisioned um, that connection to be. So, okay, cool. Um, in that case, I guess I'll turn to, to Titus and say, all right, should we get out of here? Day one, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you still working up the crowd? Do you want to do some Freddie Mercury? Oh, I'm do done. I'm some- done. Hey-o. Always leave one more. No, 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 no. Amazing. Amazing. Um, The disc, situated currently on the victory platform, lifts you all into the air and parades you through the arena you've just fought in. Lightning, of course, still striking all around you. Celebrations are in full swing here as you see crowds cheering various team names and celebrating the plethora of races all side by side in this contest. You all catch out the corner of your eye. Two humanoids wearing foam fingers and 10-gallon hats made out of taco shells with nacho cheese in the top, whilst also knocking back blackberry meads and eating oh, hot dogs. It's Jansper Mapple cheering Yay! at the top of their lungs. Woo. Look, look everyone, it's our friends, Mr. Titus Funderbaster Caligarvi and his friends Ark and Zakire. We, we drove them here to the games. Yeah, yeah, we were their chauffeurs. I can't believe only 11 days ago we were showing Mr. Titus Funderbaster Caligarvi around their secret underground base <laughs> we're not supposed to tell anybody about. Well done, Mr. Funderbaster. <laughs> well done, Mr. Funderbaster Caligarvi. We're rooting for you. Yay! Finger guns at him as we go past. Finger yeah. guns. <laughs> finger guns. Um, oh. Titus, roll me a d20. Just roll me a d20, okay. luck check. 19. Ooh. 19. Ooh. Titus, you, Ark, and Zakaya will have one times advantage on any roll you want for this episode. <gasps> Ooh. You have hyped up the crowd so much and like everybody is in the palm of your hand. Like they are butter melting um, because they love you guys so much. The disc takes you all the way past games one, two, and three and sets you down in front of doors leading back into the hero zone. You see the three other teams join you on their discs. Fourth place, the Kobold team. They're like lizardy dragon type humanoids second place the dwarven team and first place the gith yankee team 
the dwarven team nods towards you all in respect at your achievement for the day. You've like come into this games absolutely unknown. Like all the people that are in this stadium, Titus, like you know of them sportsman-wise from mm. different competitions all over the solar system. But the dwarven team like nod towards you, Ark, and Zakaya and Titus. And one of them kind of pipes up and says... Have you ever experienced a mob of journalists clambering for your attention all at once? Oh, yeah. <laughs> These two haven't, but I have. <laughs> the, dwarven, uh, the dwarven warrior kind of nods towards you and has a laugh and then looks towards Ark and Zakaya and just says, Good luck to you. The doors to the hero zone open and... Hundreds of members from the press and photographers are pushing and shoving to get the best scoop of the day. The Stadia Concretia guards, dressed in purple, step between them and you as they escort you with their lances drawn, pushing back the crowds through the chaos to the press conference room. You see microphones sat atop branded tables and journalists with pens and pads shout over each other to get your attention. As you are sat down in your seats, you're blinded by flashing lights from cameras as the room falls quiet. You see Quilly, who you've not seen since before you went into the first game, Mr. Moto Hirokoshi's contact and the journalist for the Daily Druid, darts on stage and kind of hushes himself and whispers in your ear. And he goes, Ark, Sakaya, Titus, congratulations on your... Uh, third place victory very well done i will not lie to you this press conference might be uh quite tough so answer the questions the best you can and try not to abstain from answering any of the more difficult questions that are coming your way one thing the games will not tolerate is violence outside of the arena so bear that in mind but once you're done in here i'll be in the hero zone so meet up with me there. I've got insider knowledge on the next game. Any Thanks. questions? Thanks, Quilly. Well, we'll do our best. What kind of questions are they going to ask us? Really invasive, intrusive questions. These are press. I'm a journalist. They're going to like... Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath in here. And he darts oh, off the stage. <laughs> and he darts off the stage, takes a seat at the back of the room. Just as the head of the press conference, the games master speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, it's my pleasure to welcome Team Arzatit to the first ever Champion Games press conference. This team completed game two in record time. So I think we know we're witnessing something special this year. They will now take questions from the gallery. You'll have ten minutes, and your time starts now. You hear all these journalists absolutely erupt and go, Mr. Titus, sir, Mr. Titus, Ark, Ark, Sakaya, sir. Like more flashes of cameras and more people just picking out of the crowd. Titus, you are far more used to this. So this is like, you're in your element here. You know you know, you know to pick out people from the crowd and go, yes, you, from where, wherever. But these journalists are calling at you because they want to hear what you've got to say. Point of the uh, guy, centre of the room, 
who's, who's very keen to clearly ask us a question and just, just pointing him a nod. First person that you point at is a goblin journalist, much like Quilly. Um, very keen. And he says, Now, we know, Titus, you are a formidable opponent in the ring. But, Titus, what calibre of combatant are your less-than-experienced team? And do you think their lack of competitive combat will be a disadvantage in the later games? Look, I think our team name speaks for itself. Without <laughs> all of us, we are not ours a tit. Look, I know you know that I know that you know that I'm kind of adept at these sort of things. But these two aren't along for the ride. That first round and that third round, and to a certain extent, the second round as well, we wouldn't have made it through without the three of us working together. We're going to get through this together. We're going to win this competition together. And I have no doubt that all of our strengths will be utilised to emerge as champions. Tyus, as you say this, like they're still trying to close the doors at the back of this press conference room. There are so many like press fans and like VIPs who are like dotted in and around trying to get into this press conference to see what you say. And you see the guards close the door. But you, as you speak this, you hear cheers and you hear people clapping. Like people love Arzatit. They are going <laughs> absolutely ham. Um, Zakaya, you... In fact, one second. Uh, Titus, you point at another journalist. Um, mm -hmm. And it's another journalist from the Daily Druid, one of Quilly's um, colleagues. And she turns to you all, and she's quite nice, and, like, she's not, um, she's not threatening in any way, but she goes, Sir, what was your team plan going into today's game? Uh, Arg, do you want to take this one? <laughs> um, how does Ark look in this press conference sat at this table? How is Ark feeling right now? Or uncomfortable. Like, so <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh, so, um, Ark's going to kind of like just lean a bit closer to the microphone, give it a bit of a tap, and it's going to be really loud with his little talon. Little feedback as he does that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the tactics we had when we're going in. Um, well, you know, sometimes in in battle, you don't really know what's 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 going to happen. You don't know what what you're going to face. Um, so we found in our time together the. Um, a lot of the time we just make up plans on the spot and somehow we don't die and <laughs> we kill a lot of people. So that's kind of, I guess that was the plan. Don't, don't die. Kill a lot of people. Well, I think what Ark's <laughs> trying to we say had, there. We had to put it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. I, know, I thought you were going to add to that there. I, I was just going to say, I think that's uh, absolutely true. And I think if I could make a, a third point in that, I would say, um, the golden rules are don't die, kill a lot of people, make puns. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order, but yeah, just to... The ho that's the holy trinity for me. I don't really make puns. Um, I'm not, not really the funny one. 
Um, but I don't know if you saw the. You hear someone from the back of the room go, "You can say that again." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really sorry. It's the mic, and it's tap the mic a couple of more times. Going sorry, was there a? Who is this guy? Has he not been media trained? I think what Ark's trying to say is, uh, we always planned. You know, we've we've been thrown together by fate, some might say, and uh, you know, we've got this far. We've arrived at the Champion Games. We've you know, we've got this strategy to win, but you know, fans of the Champion Games, I mean, I've attended them myself in the past. We all know how unpredictable they, they are. You can't really go in with a game plan. You know, you just got to go in there, give 110% every time, look after each other and just, well, yeah, get out alive, basically. You hear another journalist, a much, uh, a much posher sounding journalist this time from the sun and the star pipe up and says, Titus, we're all very saddened and sorry about the loss of your father. He, um, he truly was a champion of all the sporting academies throughout the solar system. Will, what we want to know is, will you be attending your father's funeral in just under two weeks time? And can we expect you to take your place at the head of the Caligari family? Uh, look, I appreciate the, the the kind words there for making feel a shot, Caligari, my father. You know, he's a, a role model to me. He's, uh, you know, he's the man I think about when I get into tough spots in the champion games. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons we're, we're competing is so that, you know, we can get, reap the benefits that winning this competition has. And... Look, I'm sure that everyone would would like to send their their thoughts and prayers to my to my father's friends and and family, of course, my mother, Vonna, and to a certain extent, my uncle uh, Nakin as well, of course. Um, but for right now, look, I, I appreciate the question, and I know there's there's a lot of question marks about what happens next with the Caligaris and and with my family. But right now, for for Ark and for Zakaya. And for the fans of the Champion Games, I've got to got to keep my focus here and uh, and deal with that. And I know that's what my father would want me to do. You have these people in the palm of your hand, Titus. You are selling this to no end. Um, uh, the female journalist pops back in and she goes, Zakaya, I speak for everyone in the room when I say it was a thrill to watch you and your team complete that second game in record time. Like, really, truly inspired play. But I also speak for everyone in the room when I say that you look strikingly similar to a previous winner of the Champion Games. You know, that there vixen from the Femme Fatals. Have you noticed the resemblance and... Do you know if there's any blood relation, you know, between like you and Alyssa Steadyheart? Oh, um, do, do you know what? I, I have um, absolutely clocked the reference between myself um, and the lovely Vixen from the Femme, uh, the Femme uh, Fatals. And um, I actually would like to know more about um, Alyssa. I, I've, I've heard the name. Uh, can't quite put a face to it. Um, please remind me, who is Alyssa? Yeah, well, Alyssa Steadyheart. She's she's Vixen from the Femme Fatals. Oh, that's her Alyssa's that's Vixen's name. Alyssa Steadyheart. Okay. Um I, I don't know if there's any blood relation there. I 
obviously, clearly, I am a half-elf. <laughs> she is a human, so uh, I guess at least 50% of me, you know, could have uh, could have come from that direction. But um, You hear I... all the journalists in the room chuckle then. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> the birds and the bees. <laughs> oh, there was obviously some elven, elven involved somewhere. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if there's any uh, resemblance there. Uh, but I would love to know... Uh, so Zach thinks about this because she's got to be tactful. Obviously, she can't be seen to be prying too much. But, yeah, of course. Um, I would like to know a little bit more. Actually, uh, you have you had the pleasure of interviewing Vixen previously? Oh yes, no i I interviewed I interviewed Vixen and the Femme Fatals a, a, a long time ago. But I'm sure there'd be records here at like in the Hall of Fame or something if you wanted to find out more. I guess, because I mean, when, oh gosh, when, when was it they last competed? It must have been, it must have been, she like stares at this female journalist. <laughs> must have been, oh, it yeah, must it, have been. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it must have been. Have a think. Must have been. It must, it must it have. Oh must God, it have, must have been. Oh, it must have been. Oh, over 25 years ago at this point. It, that's exa- tip of my tongue. That was exactly what I was going to say. Over 25 years ago. So uh, where, where, where are they doing now? They got a, a, like a brand of sports yogurt or something. Like, what are they, what are they doing these days? Zakaya, <laughs> uh, as, as, as you're trying to get answers from these journalists, another journalist pops in and beelines straight for Ark and says, <laughs> Ark, as you're aware, all your past crimes have pardoned upon entering the champion games. But some of those crimes must weigh heavy on your mind, even with a royal pardon from the Viscount of Concretia himself. I guess what I'm trying to ask here is, what's it like mentally, you know, coming into these games, knowing that you could leave a hero, but that your solo conviction of genocide against the gnomish forest of Ean will still stand on your home planet? Damn. A hush goes over the room. I was drinking water at the time. I spat, spit it out a little bit. Oh, yes. You do a spit take. take. <laughs> also, can we, can we just confirm that the athletic yogurt is called Creme Fatales? <laughs> yes. Brilliant work. <laughs> That's canon. That's absolutely canon. Yeah. And the slogan is like, mm, fatal. <laughs> um. Great, we have canonized a creme fatals drinking yogurt, much like Yakult or Danon, whatever. Um, but Ark, you hear this question put to you by this journalist and a hush goes over the room. No cameras are flashing, nothing. Everybody is just staring at you for your answer. Okay. What a question. What a question. If you would like me to read it out again, and this doesn't need to make the edit, I can do. Yeah, say it again, please. Okay, cool. Uh, What's it like mentally coming into these games knowing that you could leave a hero, but that your solo conviction of genocide against the gnomish forest of Ean will still stand on your home planet? So I'm just going to look at him and go, um, what happened on Ean with the gnomes is the biggest mistake of my life, and I will go on every single day trying to atone um, atone for that. 
So you're admitting that it was you and only you who caused the incident on Ian all those years ago? I take responsibility for it. The journalists all start murmuring between themselves, making notes on pieces of papers. But the room has gone hush at this point. Um, you start to hear some of the cameras start flashing again and taking pictures of you to get your, your face, your response to this in particular. Um, and just as the cameras start flashing up again, you hear the games master step in front of everybody, in front of you guys, looking at the journalists, and say, right, that's it, you've had your lot, everybody out, everybody out, these athletes have got to get their rest now, leave them be. You hear the doors open at the back of the room, the press conference, and... You guys are free to leave at this point. Oh, Thanks, guys. Out. Pleasure as always. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> I'll just sort of mumble, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, where's that female journalist that I was kind of engaging with? Is she, she's still in the room? She's still in the room and sat down in the middle. Ark, you've left the room, correct? Yeah, gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. You were straight out your seat. You flew out of that chair and straight out into the hero zone. Um, Titus, you are, you're still at the podium with all these microphones and stuff. And there are a few journalists who are trying to like, you know, get your attention for another like to camera kind of photo and mm -hmm. just like check notes and stuff, but nothing that's like too invasive or. I'm whatever. doing a few poses. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're flexing. You're doing all, you you know, go into a rage. Yeah, go into a rage, straps down, muscular, veiny, big, beefy, <laughs> Goliath boy posing. And Zakiah, you make your way down into the bull pit. Um, mm -hmm. There are a few journalists kind of knocking about, writing notes, typing things up. But yeah, you've got this one female journalist who's just sat in the middle of the room just making notes she's not looked up yet to see you advancing towards her okay i'm gonna go over to her uh and i'm gonna say hey hey um thank you for your your questions earlier um that was that was nice my my first time doing this so sorry if i was a little bit uh uh <laughs> a little bit awkward i guess um no no don't be don't be silly you were fine you're you're a first time athlete. Everybody goes through it. Don't don't worry yourself. It's fine. Great. Well, I'm I, I'm Zach. You already knew that. You knew that I'm Zach. Uh, what's your name? Nice to meet you. I'm Anatha. Anatha. Okay. Um, Anatha. I hope you don't mind me asking. Um, obviously we were chatting there about Alyssa Steadyheart and and Vixen, and I just kind of wanted to know what was the last that anyone heard of them. I just sort of want to know a little bit more about the history because of what you said. I'm I'm intrigued if I, I might be a relation, you know, maybe a cousin uh, twice removed or something. The femme fatals, what were they? Well, I, I must have spoke to them maybe, you know, 25, 26 years ago when they were last here. But they, I mean, they, they got their yoghurt deal and made all that money. 
So mm-hmm. they, you know, they didn't need to compete anymore. They they're in the catering game. That's like easy money. Um, mm-hmm. But what did they? They kind of like in between doing this, like they were traveling the solar system and like performing and that, you know, like it was all like combat dances and like, you know, they were kind of bards as it were a little bit, you know, singing songs and putting on performances. Bar- but- bard from where? <laughs> where were they barred from? <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> no, a kind of, like bards, you know, like, you know, playing lutes and singing and that. Um, oh, like musicians. I get you. Aye, that's it. Yeah. Um, I think they went back to like do a tour or like travel the world. But I guess the last place I heard them being was Planet of Ain. Right. Okay. Um, and no one's seen them since. No one's heard from them. Um, how long ago was it that you heard that they went on tour? That was like 25 years ago. Yeah, something like that. They went... They were doing a tour. I think they went. I think they went to do like some residency on Ain, like you know, you know, like uh, in Ole, like in the casino district and that. And you've got like um, Cheryl Black Crows doing a residency there for like <laughs> you know a whole year. But I think they went there because I don't know some really like posh eye elves paid them for a residency. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Um, okay, so the the high elves wanted them to to play for them. Um, okay, that's that's really curious. Um, did they hang out with high elves a lot? Was there a any kind of connection there? Oh no, love. I think it was just a, like a like you know, make your money while you're young, make your money while yeah. you can. You know, so if some. If some rich prick wants to pay you a lot of money just to do like combat dances and like fire breathing and stuff, you take it, don't you, when you're that age? Yeah, absolutely. We can't all fall back on yogurt money, can we? <laughs> no, so... we can't. I wish I'd come up with that. Mm, yeah, me too. Me too. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks, Anatha. Um, yeah, it's just, just great to find out a little bit more. Um, I guess I'll see you uh, after we uh, come first in the next game, eh? Hey, oh, I've got, I've got no doubts about that. You and your team, you're strong. You're really like, the odds at the bookies are like, you, you're, you're to win this thing, I reckon. Ooh, I hope so. I really hope so. I'm going to go off and uh, find Ark and also grab a creme fatale. Um, but also, can you, uh, do you mind, just ask, ask Titus about his backflip? Please, he'll he'll love it. Oh yeah, of course I will. Does he need a bit of reassurance sometimes? Is that the oh kind no of no man he, he is? He's the opposite. He need oh. if anything he needs uh, non encouragement sometimes. <laughs> he's very confident. He he knows it was a great backflip, but just it'll make his it make his day if you bring it up. Oh no problem, love. I'll I'll go ask him. And uh, she gets up from her seat and she walks to the front of the press conference room where Titus, you are still flexing and talking mm-hmm. to various people, but. Zakiah, you grab a creme fatale, neck it, and head out of the room towards <laughs> where Ark is. <laughs> Zakiah, as you head out of the room, you hear Anatha turn towards you and say, oh, don't forget about the Hall of Fame. Yes, I, I've, I've got that in, in mind. Thanks, Anatha. Great. Have a good rest of your games, love. And you walk out.
Okay. I'm going to go up to Ark and I'm going to go, have you tried one of these creme fatale things? They're actually really nice. It's sort of like a slight strawberry, faint strawberry taste. A bit medicinal, but it's not too bad, you know. <laughs> you see Ark, he's took it into like the the worm and seed flavour of a creme fatale. <laughs> not even not even original like this is a this is a very limited edition flavor but it's there oh delicious Mm. isn't it good (laughs) it's all down your beak and in the corners of your mouth and on your feathers yeah okay so i think titus is just hanging out in there um having a few questions asked uh and doing some poses and whatnot what how long do we have till the next game because i'd really like to go check out the hall of fame Oh, yeah. Okay. So you guys got to Stadia Concretia at maybe like 10 o'clock. You did all that stuff in the car park and you've had your games. So it's probably about two, three o'clock in the afternoon. So like the games for the day are over. Um, Mm. You've obviously got the athletes quarters that you can go to. So the hero zone is where like all the athletes and press hang out and all that kind of stuff. But the... um, like the heroes quarters that's where you get your privacy like away from all the journalists and photographers and everything like there's there's no combat there's no there's no nothing that goes on in there it's just like bunk beds for all you guys to stay in in team rooms so you all have your you you'd know this from like all the um the checking in that um the games official did when you first walked in but um yeah you've all got a, a single room where you all sleep in with bunk beds Okay, so uh, so that's the heroes' quarters. That's all that kind of encompasses. Um, is there like a sort of a uh, like a main? What, what am I even saying? Communal uh, area, not map. Yeah, I, I guess also like is there? I'm sort of imagining this is a big complex with one of those sort of signposts that kind of has all the different floors and what everything is on it. Mm. So, so what yeah, is, is, there, is there a way to find where this this Hall of Fame is? You're you're if looking for the Hall downtime. of Fame. You're looking for the yeah. Hall of Fame. Roll me a perception check. Okie dokie. Oh god, I'm rolling terribly today. Seven. Can I Seven. help? Can I give the help action? Of course you can. Uh, Zakai, roll again, please. Mm-hmm. That was a thirteen. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sorry, fourteen. Fourteen you don't see anything signposted for a Hall of Fame. Okay. Ah, oh, well, never mind. Uh, I guess I'll keep an eye out for it around the uh, around the complex. Uh, I suppose it's probably be a good idea to get arrested, wouldn't it? Where's, where's Quilly? Oh, yeah. Ark, you sip your creme fatal. Um, and you see Quilly sat on the, sat on a bench, like next to kind of the end of the buffet you've like you've perched on the end essentially he's at the other end but just on a bench like making notes and writing stuff down um can i wander over to quilly of course you can and just go uh do you want to have a chat in a booth like we did when we first got here hello ark yes uh same booth as before uh sounds good I'll meet you in there. Round up Sakai and Titus and I'll see you in there in a minute's time. Cool. So I'm just Quilly dashes off. He grabs a bit of food from the buffet, but he is back into like the press conference room and then the booths are off to the side. Cool. Can I give Zach a nudge? Give Titus mm-hmm. a nudge? 
yeah, that seems like a, that's a good nudge from everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, nudge received. <laughs> and understood. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Let's let's have a wander over to that booth then with Quillian. Yeah. Okay. You enter into the booth, um, the same one that you and Quilly were in before. Um, and he goes, Ark, Titus, Zakaya. Um, like I said before, excellent go at that game. Well done. Record timing. That is going to go down in absolute history, that will. Promise you that. I'll tell you what, though. Tomorrow's going to be tough. Why is that? Tell us more. Spill the tea. <laughs> um, Quilly gathers himself together and... He looks directly at you, Titus, and he says, right, if anybody knows that I told you this, you'll be disqualified and I'll be, I don't know, probably executed or something, but I'm helping you out because I need you to help me out. We need to get you to that manipulator and I need to find out about the Violet children. So look, if you want me to tell you what's going on tomorrow, you have to decide right now. Because if we're doing it, we're in the shit together. All right? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, Zach actually realises as well that this is the first time she's seen Quilly since the toilet incident. So uh, <laughs> that sounds, sounds really dodgy, that, doesn't it? This is the first time Zach's uh, been reunited with Quilly since she uh, had that little accident in the bathroom. Um, so I will actually quickly say to uh, Big Quilly style, um, uh, actually, Quilly, I, I wanted to tell you, I did hear something uh, about the Violet children in the loo, <laughs> of all places. Uh, they were talking about uh, getting to... This is really annoying, actually, guys, because I've written all this down, but in a notebook that I <laughs> haven't got on me at this precise moment. <laughs> uh, it's a huge page of notes. Um, but basically, they were after something to do with a sacrifice. They kept talking about a sacrifice um, and basically where the, the top of the tower is that we're getting to. You might have to remind me what that's called, Ollie. Uh, Zakaya, without even rolling a history check, because I know you made notes about it, you mm. tell Quilly that you heard guards in the toilets talking about the Sky Tower. That's it. A Sacrifice mm -hmm. and Wish Stones. That was the third thing. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Quilly, Quilly looks at you slightly puzzled, very inquisitive, and he says, did you manage to hear anything else or was that, was that all that you could gather? That was um that was all I got unfortunately um I, I I even like sucked in I tried not to pee too loudly um <laughs> I wanted to get every last little bit uh but no they were they were kind of whispering and the hand dryer was oh it was one of them you know that goes <laughs> so I didn't I didn't get much more yeah unfortunately. yeah no one of them um one of them posh Dyson ones that you don't even have to like press a button on it don't even like, need to touch the sides yeah no. just cleans your hands <laughs> cleans your hands real nice yeah. Kicks up all the poo particles in the room, like scientifically. It's not. It's not really good for you to ingest all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, wow. Okay. I have some. I have some theories on that. Great. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to go away and do my research. But Zakaya, thank you. Thank you for passing that information on to me. It, 
it all helps. And, you know, our, our job is to get you through this competition, get you to that sky tower where you can get to that manipulator and destroy it. So, look, okay. anything, anything else I can do to help you guys, I will. But, like I said before, I need to know, are we in this together? So, out of... Because I feel that Ollie right now is creating the noose that's going to hang us later on. (laughs) (laughs) Narrative. Yeah, I I must admit there was a moment where I passed over that information willingly. And I thought to myself, like in a video game, if that was a mechanic, like that is a telltale thing where it's like, oh, you said that and you can't take it back now. (laughs) That information might be in the wrong hands. How do we trust Quilly? (laughs) I I I think I think we trust Quilly, but mm. it's just the environment we're in. We could so easily be overheard, and I am so shit in press conferences that if someone <laughs> asks me, "Are you cheating?" I have to lie, and to be honest, my deception's so low; it's awful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you probably just say I take full responsibility. I take full responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, shall we have a have a little conference between us three away from yes. Quilly to sort of decide? Maybe Quilly looks at you all and says, "Look, if you if you need a second to think about it, go for it." But I am, I am Mr. Moto Hirokoshi's contact here. I want to get you to that sky tower as much as he wants to get you there. I've got your best interests at heart, but go confer, have a talk. Mm. Okay, so we're alone now, right? Me, Titus, and... uh, Yeah, Quilly leaves the booth, pushes it behind, and without even rolling like an insight or a perception check, you hear that these booths, like as soon as they open, all the noise can be heard from outside, but as soon as you close it, it's like proper soundproof kind of room. It's like a press room to like record bits of Vox Pops and stuff in and like a podcast or something. So it's <laughs> like, it's it's so quiet in there. It's like soundproof, basically. Totally, right. totally. Can I do a uh, investigation check to see if there's any bugs under tables around the room? Ooh. Any, way of any, any way of cameras, any way of anyone listening in to this conversation? You absolutely can. If everybody wants wants to roll me an investigation check, go for it. Ark. Nat 20. Whoa! Right, well, for, sh- for shits and giggles, Zakaya, what did you get? I got 21. Nice. And Titus, what did you get? R- wasted a nice 17 here. Oh, nice! You guys all being investigative journalists. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um... You guys all search the room. You canvas it. You pull. You don't pull apart. You're not ripping. You're not destroying. <laughs> but like, well, actually, you tell me, Ark, with a nat 20, how like how do you want to take apart this room and look for everything? Yeah, I think I don't, I, I don't want to particularly rip anything, but I think like I'm going to literally go through all the like the folds of like fabric and just have a look around, like look under the table. Mm. Um, fly around the ceiling a bit, see if I can spot any little cameras or anything. Great. With a nat 20, you find absolutely nothing. There is <laughs> nothing in this room that is recording you visually or audibly. Nothing is in here. 
So I guess we're all comfortable to talk candidly. Yeah. What are we thinking about Quilly's offer? Because Ark raises a good point that this could, it could in some way, if Quilly is reckless or careless in any way, like like Ark said, it's not that we don't necessarily trust him. Although I naturally have my suspicions of any mm-hmm. character created by Ollie R. R. Martin. Um, <laughs> I I am also a bit like, all it takes is him to slip up in some way or someone to get to him and torture him or get information out of him or even just for him to go away and do his research and leave his bloody tablet open on a computer or something. <laughs> like we, we could be rumbled so easily. I know how tough this tournament can be. And I think any help we can get is much appreciated. And at the end of the day, yes, we could be eliminated or dead this time tomorrow. Mm. But I'm inclined to agree if we're going to go out, we should go out the right way and not be, you know, disqualified. And at the end of the day, personally, guys, the reason why I'm doing everything is to prove I'm worthy of the honour of Zalu. And I think oh, yeah. cheating to win the champion games or just getting an edge, for me, slightly undermines it. But this is a democracy. This is ours a tit. It's three votes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more than happy to listen to, to what It's not just to tit. Say. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in tit. Oh, there is. Um... <laughs> I didn't think about that um, ads, but that's actually like a really good point just on Titus's whole backstory. Like actually mm. you're out to prove that you're not a cheater and you're not crooked in that way. So that's actually, I did not think about that, but that's really cool. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I guess that's kind of too leaning towards no. What about you, Ark? I take all the intelligence that I can get so if 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 Quilly wants to tell us, I would happily listen. Would it be maybe an idea that oh uh, maybe one of us could know that the others <laughs> have a clean conscience, but then that feels very much like we're throwing Ark under the bus, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I feel bad for Titus. Do you know what? It's not even about Zach necessarily, like being sullied by this i feel like actually having just heard what titus said i'm a bit like oh titus can't cheat now if it's important especially if it if it's it's important to titus let's let's not do it i just feel like if it does come out then he might be his whole lawsuit thing or whatever it was the fact that he was accused of being a fraud in the first place like people won't believe him he'll never never be able to regain his name thanks guys that's decision made Cool. I think I I know I know we're saying decision made, but if we could just have an official vote, please, just so everything is clear. Yes. Um, all those in favour of getting the information from Quilly, say aye. All those in favour of letting of not getting the information from Quilly, say nay. 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 <laughs> Unanimous decision. Um, you hear a little knock and tap at the door booth. So yeah, come in, come in, Quilly. 
it's a soundproof room. He can't hear you. So <laughs> he in any way. <laughs> I realised as I said that, I went, Ollie, you just made it a soundproof room. Like, nothing's going to happen. But oh, Quilly... Quilly! Quil- <laughs> You're shouting at the top of your... Quilly! Quilly! <laughs> Quilly walks into the room. Uh, he's run back to the buffet bar and he's just necking a creme fatal. Um What flavour? <laughs> <laughs> Mango and passion fruit. I don't fucking Ooh, know. Um, a good one. That's a good one. That's a good solid one. choice. Uh, he walks into the room, looks at all three of you, and says, "So, uh, whatever you've decided, I will respect. Whatever. Uh, what's your conclusion? What's your decision?" Quilly, we appreciate all the hard work that you've put into this and, and the support you've given us so far. But if we're going to win the champion games, we're going to do it our way. And that's the right way. Um, I know that, and this isn't a reflection on you, that if people found out about this, then everything falls apart. And... You know what? After what we've just done today, I think we're going to be all right. So thanks, but no thanks. I respect your decision. Look, I will say, most teams come here with some kind of manager or, you know, some kind of agent just to just to help you guys out along the way. You know, just as like athletes in a on another planet. So if you do need any advice from me, that isn't inside the knowledge, I'll be here. Oh so, my God, yes. Also, also Quilly, <laughs> just before you go, ev- everyone thinks I'm a genocidal maniac. Is that, a, <laughs> is that a thing that's popular now outside? Oh yeah, for sure, Ark. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of covered the story a little bit when you were uh, exiled from, from Ean, but um, I don't remember there being any kind of trial. So... Whatever your race decided to criminalise you with, it was absolutely unjust. And so they could write their own history. I'm just going to kill so many people, Quillo. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what it's like? It's kind of like that... um, can I just point like out, that. sorry, I know genocidal maniac, and I've literally just said, I'm going to kill a load of people. So yes. it just isn't that helpful. So Well, yeah. it's it's par for the course. Yeah, 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 A lot of people have wronged you in the past, so there's there's no reason why you wouldn't feel like this. Um, I do love the idea that this is like a little redemption for Titus, though. Like, he's, he's proving himself mm. a man, isn't he, that he wants mm. to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's kind of like a mutual respect across the party between you all and you know you've voted on this democratically and unanimously you've decided not to get that extra bit of information from Quilly and Quilly nods his head he respects everything that you've said and he says look Sakaya or Ark or Titus if you hear anything else about the Violet children just let me know. I really think there's something going on here and I think it's got something to do with this competition. 
and that sky tower and the wish stones and the sacrifice. I just, I'll have a think on it. Look, I'm going back to the hero zone. If you guys want to mill around in here for a little bit, then go for it. But hero zone's open to all three of you, of course. And, you know, there's the athletes quarters as well. Um, I see you on a little bit. And he, like a little goblin journalist, <laughs> darts out of the room. Okay. Um, can I ask quickly, now we're alone again. Um, Titus, you have a wish stone. Um, it just reminded me when he said about uh, wish stones being part of the Violet children's rumours. And definitely not because it came up in a no dice the other day. <laughs> um, do you want to have a look at that? See if it's, see if it's doing anything. Just, in, just interested. Just interested. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad someone's keeping track. Uh, yeah. No. I used to reach into my little, what's the, what's it called? Sporran? Is that the right word? Sporran. Yeah, you yeah. got a sporran. Yeah. Reach into the sporran and pull out this wish stone. And uh, yeah, what's it saying, Ollie? Uh, well, the wish stone isn't particularly saying anything, um, but it is glowing. Oh. And it is pulsing. And arc with your probably passive perception is what I'm going to crown this with. Um, you notice that it's pulsing rhythmically exactly like Sakai's necklace. So we've seen in the past that a wish stone demands a sacrifice. So Madame Mordana <gasps> sacrificed herself so I could still be here. So that sacrificing that you mentioned, that that makes sense. Yeah, it would do. That's uh, uh, interesting. Can I make like an arcana check or something on the on the mm. wish stone just to see? If I can kind of understand, like, is it is it charged? Is it charging? Is it connected to something? What's it? Mm. Yeah, roll me an arcana check. Ten. Hey. Okay. Ten. With a ten arc, um, you've already noticed that it's pulsing rhythmically along with the same rhythm that Sakai's necklace is pulsing. Um, and you, you cast your mind back. In fact, you wouldn't be able to cast your mind back at all because you never saw the wish stone no. in its natural state. Mm. So with a 10, you just see this pulsing wish stone in front of you. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Looks like a wish stone to me. I mean, hey, you've got two people in front of you who have seen the wish stone before. Mm. Shall we? Let's. I'm doing Arcana check. Let's do it. <laughs> got a natural one, Titus. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh, fucking hell! Go on, Titus. Fifteen. 
Ooh, it's not bad. 15, Titus. Okay, on Rolls an Arcana check. Yeah. Um, Titus, you look at the stone, and you immediately notice, obviously, that it's pulsing in line with Sakai's necklace. But you remember that when you first saw the wish stone, when Zakaya chucked you the box that the <laughs> wish stone was in and caught it so readily, mm-hmm. it was glowing, but it wasn't pulsing. It was just a solid glow, yeah. like an LED that was just on and not flashing. But Titus, you notice, obviously, that it's glowing, but you make the you make the kind of history arcana check back to when you saw it, to when you saw Madame Mordana use it to bring Ark back from the dead. And you remember it being a solid golden glow. Guys, I've never seen it pulse before. It's glowed before. Ark, it was Mm. glowing when we brought you back. Well, when Madame Mordana brought you back. It's never pulsed. Any ideas? None, unfortunately. And this might be something we we ask someone who knows more about it. I don't know who that's going to be though at the moment. My necklace is pulsing the same way from what you 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 looked at before back in the in the arena. So could they be linked? Maybe. The only explanation mm. I can see, yeah, is that they're connected somehow. Right. It could be connected to a person, maybe an event. If the wish stone is connected to Madame Mordana, then and maybe the other two mm. members of the Femme Fatals are connected to your your necklace. Yeah. But there were well, there were three other members of the Femme Fatals. Yep. Madame Madonna, Vixen. I don't know if we got the other name. Star. Star. And Fool. So four in total. Um oh, the three. And then Mad Madame Mod- Yeah, that's what I mean. Madame Madonna. Um so it can't it can't be either of those two. But I mean it still still could be my mother and father, but I mean, based on what we've seen today, why would they be pointing to Ole and Ede? Ah, oh, so much we don't know. Yeah, we don't know if that's your dad. Just could could be. Yeah, and um, yeah, lifespans of high elves are very, very different to like ours. Well, I say mm. ours. Yours is very different to mine. So I live thirty years, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ollie, you're looking for a high elf like eight hundred years, maybe something ridiculous like that. Jeez. So that could be your granddad up there. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that far back in the bloodline. Um, and I mean, I, I meant to tell you as well, Ark. I was chatting to um one of the journalists back in the uh uh the conference room, and she said that twenty-five years ago, twenty-five, twenty-six-ish was when uh the femme fatal femme fatals I wanna say femme fatals, um, was when the femme fatals went on tour. And they did a residency for some high elves on Ean. So there is a connection there with the high elves. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know much about them though, Zach. Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I'm, I guess I'm just sort of telling you in case we we hear something. I think it'd be good to look at the Hall of Fame. I think the the key is maybe looking at retracing mm. the Femme Fatal's last steps um, and working out where they went, um, and maybe what the connection was to the to the High Elves in general. Like maybe that might reveal something. But yeah, this Wishstone business is weird. And Titus, is your is your dad in the Hall of Fame? I bloody hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We can have a look into your uh, your family history too. It's a great idea. I mean, we should mm. get some rest at some point, but any time to rest o'clock? when you're dead, yeah, we're right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's three it's three o'clock in the afternoon for you guys uh, at the moment. You've got like kind of the rest of the day to kind of really do whatever you want before it's, um, you know, bedtime and you all have to have a nice cup of cocoa and get a, a long rest and everything. Mm. Um, but you you guys are free to... You're in this booth at the moment, so what is it that you guys want to do? I mean, I'd like to try and find this uh, this Hall of Fame. We have kind of tried. Um, is there anyone we can ask, like a concierge or anything? There probably is, but you'll have to exit the booth first and then oh, yeah. you we'll, know, we'll go out into the, the hero zone and everything. But Yeah, let's go into the hero zone and see if we can find like an attendant or something. Somebody in a t-shirt. I'd, I'd also, I don't know how how championship games, sorry, I don't know how champions games work, but I'd be up for talking to the dwarfs because they seemed, you know, quite, you know, talkative and didn't want to kill us straight away because <laughs> yeah could can you can you team up with teams oh you're thinking of forming an alliance Ooh. thinking of forming an alliance Ooh. don't if like you know you don't attack us we don't attack you until the last game or mm. if or if we need to well I've, lo- I've watched a lot of Drag Race All-Stars and the best way to form an alliance <laughs> is to go, uh, I want to beat the best. You know, ma- make them feel like it's got to be me and you in the final, you know. <laughs> That's it. what they always say. They always go, if ever they try and make an alliance, it's always like, why would I save you? And it's like, ah, because I'm the best and you're the best and you want to beat the best, don't you? Therefore, <laughs> you want to save me to the final. And that's who we are. We're the odds. Sounds good. So let's Love it. let's find let's find let's find those dwarfy boys or or the or the Hall of Fame either both yeah let's do that. So you guys are all walking back out into the hero zone, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Great. You walk past the press conference room where you all just were, uh, and you push on the double doors into the hero zone and you notice that the house lights in the hero zone are not on there's a load of commotion though it's like journalists taking pictures and like like raising their voices and you see guards at like the edge of the room where they've always been just like guarding the outside but there's like there's a something's like a stir going on in here and you see 
spotlights descend onto the wrestling ring that's in the middle of the room. And as you guys exit the press conference room, a spotlight descends directly onto Titus. And Titus, over a microphone intercom, you hear, Hey, it's little man! (gasps) (laughs) You hear Titantron music go off. Like, pyrotechnics in the hero zone, like, this this is not meant to go down and not meant to happen. There's only like combat and stuff in the arena. But Titus, you look into the middle of this wrestling arena, arena and you see seven and three quarter inches tall, slick back black hair in red speedos, red boots, red knee pads, Volok. Oh, hey, what's up everybody? How y'all doing tonight? It's good. Oh, hello, little man over there. He's third place tonight. <laughs> third place. Oh, no. He know better than shit on my shoe. And you hear, like, journalists kind of, like, laughing along and mumbling and whatever. But a crowd has formed in this hero zone. Am I right? I'm just going to have a quick word with, with Arkansakaya. They did say <laughs> any <laughs> violence outside of the arena is instant disqualification, right? They did, did. yeah, they did. They were very specific about it as well. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's he? What's he doing here? Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go and go and. I'm gonna have to go and just. If I give you the super secret signal, get me out of there because I'm about to do something I regret. But I've got this. I'd, I'd like okay, to Okay, don't do anything that we're going to regret. Don't worry, guys. Eyes on the prize. I w- can I walk down to the ring, Ollie, and, and slide in, please? Titus, as soon as you do that, your Titantron music starts, your entrance music starts. Um, you are eyes fixated on Volok as he... Not even trash talks. Like, he's barely good at trash talking. He just calls you a little man and says you're shit. Like, that's it. He's no good at the speeches. But you head straight to that ring. And are you, like, front belly sliding into the room and standing yeah. right up in his face? Yeah. Can, can I help a little bit in this instance? Can I just, because obviously I've never met this guy before. Can I just, uh, uh, like, sort of head on over? So, like, take a place as a position around the ring and just say... Uh, Sorry, mate, what's your name? <laughs> Who are you? My name is Volok. Go on, go on, Titus. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen him do it so many times, I just wanted to get involved. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Titus, you belly slide. Takaya does a little trash talk distraction, but... You are um, all up in the face of Volok in this ring. Yeah. And then I... Oh, I'm mean, actually, before I get up in the face of him, I'm going to do a little pose on the turnbuckle, but I never take my eyes off Volok the whole time. I'm, I'm, you know, giving the fans what they want, but also he knows that I've... 
I've not forgotten about him. Yeah, and uh, you are you are Stone Cold Steve Austining all around the room, but instead of like looking directly towards the crowd, you're you're looking back at him and keeping an eye on him. Yeah. Got it. He's like, as you're doing this, he's just like, ha little man, third place again. There's nothing. He no win. He cannot win at anything. I, and Titus, as you like see, you, you're looking at him over his shoulder that he's holding the GWF heavyweight title. I just knew that he was going to be wearing that. I just knew yeah. it. He He is brandishing it with just glee it's the belt that like you've always wanted that you have wanted to attain and in the time since you've left the gwf he has become like an undisputed champion yeah 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 i thought that was going to be the case volok great to see you buddy and i i do that thing where you know you sort of slap someone on the back but you do it a little bit too hard that's not violence that's just greeting that doesn't count (laughs) <laughs> you slap him on the back and he goes hey you're not such a prick after all i am i'm a total prick and i think you're the shit on the bottom of my shoe but ha, you can't hurt me little man you can't hey. hurt me well I'm, I'm not here to, to hurt you remember the great times you used to have together and then you fucked it all up yeah i'm just wondering what you're doing here just what you're doing, you know. You're the you're the world champion. Why are you gracing us with your presence back here? I'm the ambassador. You know what it's like. You do a tour of the solar system. You parade the belts. You have all the women. You have a nice time. You get drunk, pissed, and we make all the money. Come on, Titus. You've done the ambassador thing before. You know what it is like. I'm here to pay my respect to the athletes, the real athletes taking taking part in the champion games. I mean, when I see a real athlete, I'll let him know. <laughs> it's actually quite good. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you scoop. Zakai is just like, Zakai is like a boxing manager in the corner going, no, it's not. It's rubbish. Hit him. Hit him. <laughs> well, well, thanks. Thanks for your, uh, thanks for your support. I suppose, I'll let anyone be champion nowadays, I see. You hear the crowd just go, Oh, burn! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Listen, little man. You come in and you trash talk and you give me all this shit, but look at me. I'm the one with the gold over my shoulder. Who are you? Some fucking reject. Some fucking reject who's not in the GWF anymore. Who can't even turn back at the at their planet to pay respect to their father oh, 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 oh. oh he did not Titus yeah no it's a, you make a good point yeah I was I mean you're the champion and I'm the the disgraced former wrestler at the end of the day I mean I yeah, was simple maths simple I was arrested I was arrested for for match fixing, for fraud. And that left the GWF. Well, all to you, really. The one who really benefited the most from my arrest was you, wasn't it? What the fuck and are you talking about? 
Hey, I'm just I'm just asking questions here. I'm just I'm just I'm just talking here, Bollock. At the end of the day, I'm just I'm just a guy in the Champions Games. And you know, your involvement with the GWF, my arrest, plane walk, I mean who knows how far you know your influence goes. But I would say this. We're going to win this champion games, okay? And then I'm going to go home. I'm going to comfort my mother. I'm going to bury my father. And then I'm going to bury you. Do not get <gasps> comfortable with that belt on your shoulder. I am coming for that world title. TikTok, oh. Volok. TikTok. And then I want to, like, I, I'm not going to hit him, Ollie. But, you know, they're like, whoop, like, pull back and see if he flinches, basically. Titus, roll me an intimidation check with oh. advantage. Oh, God, I'm really glad you gave me advantage, Ed, because I was definitely going to pull out the thing that I could have used for 24 hours if this didn't work. <laughs> nice. Okay. And, yeah, just to, just to retcon that, um, I know I said I'd give advantage for, like, just this episode, but, like... It's until you guys use it up. So, like, it's not just this episode. Okay. We'll carry it on. But you all get one advantage, obviously. This is not what Titus is using up because I've just given him advantage on something. So, yeah, roll this intimidation check with advantage. Okay, here we go. First roll. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Second roll. <laughs> right, second roll is a seven. <laughs> but in better news, the first roll was a Fifteen. A nice. fifteen. Okay. Titus, I'm gonna do an opposed like insight check here. I guess is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Titus, you fake raise your fist like square to his face. And he's laughing and he's joking and he's being jovial, calling you a piece of shit, talking shit about your family, like your family's history and your father's legacy. And you see that Volok jolts at your ah! fist. And you see him drop the GWF belt onto the floor as he falls back onto his ass in the ring. I obviously reach down and scoop up the belt. I know you're not meant to touch the belt. The tradition is, is you don't touch the belt until you're the world champion. But I'm not going to raise it above my head because I've watched enough bloody wrestling to know you don't do that. <laughs> you grab the belt. What are you doing with it? I, uh... Oh, I know what I'm going to do! Yes. Okay. Right. So, grab belts in belt belts in the left hand. Right. He's yep, on the floor. Yep. Yes. He's he's absolutely prone on the floor. Like he's sat up, but he's on the floor. He's on his ass. Okay. Like looking up at you, scared of this fist that you pulled up towards him. I'm gonna offer. I'm gonna offer my hand to him. The belts in this hand. Offer my hand to him. Okay. Pull him up to his feet. Still, still holding his hand. Okay. Yeah. Pop the belt on his shoulder like slap it a few times they go drop something there buddy hey let's not forget you're the world champion this is your belt 
I go to leave, but I haven't, I haven't stopped holding his hand, right? I go to leave, and I double back, and I'm in his face, and I go, for now. And I storm out of the ring. Have some of that, you Ooh. prick. That was, that was cool. I think my favourite bit was that massive big soliloquy you did about, I'm going to bury my father, <laughs> then I'm going to bury you. What bury, a fucking quote. Bury you. Journalists, That's one of my favourite quotes in the whole campaign. So journalists in this room are going fucking crazy. There's like all this commotion. Your music, Titus, comes back on. Your Titantron entrance music comes on as you slink out of this wrestling ring underneath the ropes. In fact, no, you're tall. You go over the ropes. You're triumphant. Yeah. You're seven and a half feet tall. You confidently step over the ropes and out back into the journalists on the floor. You see a load of journalists like pile into the ring and start talking to Volok. He is the GWF like heavyweight champion after all. Um, or not even heavyweight champion. He's the GWF like galactic champion. Mm. So they're all, they all want a piece of him just like you want a piece of him. So they're crowding round. Um, a lot of the journalists have already had their talk with you and the house lights come back on. And you see Volok in the ring just kind of, just, not not distraught, but just like, he knows there's a fight on his hands here. He knows that he's got very lucky, essentially getting that belt. He got rid of his biggest competition, or his competition was got rid of, sorry, mm. all that time ago. So he knows he's like the biggest fish in a small pond, as it were. And it would only take one fish who's the same size as him to possibly <laughs> be good competition against him. But yeah, you exit the ring and join Ark and Zakaya again. And the journalists kind of all go back to doing what they're doing and milling around the hero zone. Nice one, Titus. You, you could have thumped him there. I would have thumped him there, but you didn't. And I'm really proud of you. I gotta be honest, that came real close. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't, and it hasn't cost us the championship. So well done for being the bigger Goliath. When I fight for this world title, you guys have got front row seats for this ass whooping I'm gonna give that boy. <laughs> yeah. So what are you all doing now that you're back together in the hero zone? I think we were looking for either um, the Hall of Fame or the Dwarf team. Mm. Ark. Yep. In fact, everybody, roll me perception checks. There it is. Ark. 21. Zakaya. 22. Titus. I think he's a bit distracted. I've got an eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've just had this mad encounter, this absolutely historic encounter um, that's been playing on your mind for a long time. Um, uh, Ark and Zakaya, you spot the dwarves. Okay. Should we go over and say hey? Let's do it. Cool. You mosey on over to them. They are, they're back in the, you know, the training area that you guys all kind of. Um, where Zakaya learned how to use her shield arc, where you were training, they're all just kind of, 
they're they're prepping and battling each other, just practicing moves and parries and, you know, a little bit of spell casting here and there. But even though they've just, com- you know, competed in this game, they don't seem to let up these dwarfs. They're really hardworking and will just work on a set of moves all the time just to keep up. Um, but you see them in this kind of playpen-ish kind of area, uh, dueling each other. He wants to go over and say hi. Can we can we all go over together? Is that yes, right? good idea. <laughs> this is like us in a party with new friends in real life, isn't it? Oh, do we go and say hey or just stick together? Huh? Should, we, should we just stay by the booze all night? That means people come to us and then we can say <laughs> hi. We can say hi. <laughs> is, there, is anyone in the kitchen? No, good. No, it's going to go good. to the kitchen for a bit. I'm just going to stay here all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll approach them then, all three of us, and sort of go, "Hey, our 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 team ups a thing. Just gonna get it out there. Just gonna throw it out there to you guys. Our team ups a thing in the champion games." Titus, you would know that this has historically been a thing in the past. So can I can I, I just say that openly to the dwarves and just go? Yeah, team up. What do you fancy? Fancy team up? And you see the dwarves kind of stop what they're doing and they they mosey on over to you. They're not threatening in any way. They're just, they've just not put down their weapons, but they've just stopped what they're doing. And you see that the, the warrior dwarf, who's, pre- you know, smaller than you, Ark, but, you know, looking up towards you is a dwarf. And kind of says, all right, you want to team up, does you? We just think that you're probably one of the best people in the competition so far. And we want to take on the best. Yes. Very, very best. We're very ambitious like that. So we kind of figure who better to team up with so that we can be together in the final. I think that'd be an amazing final for the fans. Are you interested in that or should we sashay away, you know? (laughs) (laughs) well i think that deserves a wow yeah we're just looking at them like don't pick our lipstick don't pick our lipstick (laughs) i right you want to team up well i guess it depends if there's a a team up game or not over the next couple of days oh usually oh sorry no i was gonna say maybe we could form an alliance but it would only Guess it would only happen if there was a team up kind of game, you know? Or if there's I don't know, like a, a free for all brawl. Maybe maybe you don't attack us, we don't attack you. Until the oh. end where we have to attack each other and kill each other. But until that ah. point. Ah, right. You want that kind of alliance. Well, I'm happy for the first one. I'm you know, but yeah, I'm just, well, we'll take what know. we can get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to die. Basically, I just don't want to die. And we don't want you to die either. More importantly, <laughs> Sakai, roll a deception ever, ever, check, please. Can I roll, roll a, a, can roll I roll a, a persuasion de- check? Ro- roll, roll a deception check, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she got a nineteen. Nineteen. Hey. Christ. Okay. You you absolutely deceive these dwarfs. Um, yeah, they all took right. Okay. If you want an alliance. An alliance is what you'll get. You're, uh, you are quite something out there today. 
that record-breaking time on the second game, absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. You don't always have to headbutt doors. <laughs> That's the clip out they'll use for all, all Titus's like social media interviews, like on that historical moment of the the fastest time anyone's ever done that challenge. You know that bit in Gavin and Stacey where it's like it's the last thing you expect to find when you go to work in the morning. Yes. That was Titus's bitch. Go, you don't always need to headbutt doors, and that was Titus Kalagavi. <laughs> it's like a, a thumbs up to camera kind of infomercial, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when Titus's career is over and he's doing like he's doing like uh tv adverts for b&q <laughs> don't always have to th- always have to headbutt doors um yeah arc you get the feeling that these these dwarves are cool with that alliance that uh yeah sure like that comes to a that comes to a team on team effort at the end look i don't want to say we'll spare you you seem like you're good crack but we'll leave it to the end till we cross swords together what sort of so we've got a warrior what sort of like if i was going to say what dnd class can are they like could i, could I so meta out? so meta man so meta sorry you it's okay you look at you look amongst the team and you see that there is a, a warrior so like a, a dwarven fighter mm-hmm. you see that there is a uh, a dwarven uh wizard and you see that there is a, a a dwarven barbarian who is only like a couple of inches taller than the other two dwarves, but he's like stacked sideways. Um, he's the version of Titus if he was four foot tall. But yeah, that that's that's what you see. That's what you get the feeling. You know, you you see one with a wand and a staff on his back. You see one with a huge battle axe, and then you see one who's like who's got two swords in his hands, but like. They're massive fuck-off swords. It's not like a finesse weapon or anything where you're using, like, two rapiers. It's, mm. like, big fuck-off swords. And can I ask... Sorry, what's... I didn't get your name. Sorry, I'm Ark. Very nice to meet you, Ark. I'm Clandeth. Clandeth. Clandeth, looking at these other teams, other than yourselves, who should we be most worried about? Right. Kobolds, not a problem. I think they just got through on pure, like, look. Yeah. Absolute, absolute fucking look. Who does that? They're like, right. I mean, <laughs> fucking bird brains, basically. Oh, yeah. no offense. No offense at all. <laughs> they're just, they're just not the smartest of, they're just not the smartest of people. That's all. Um, the ones you want to be worried about is the Githyanki. Of course it's the Githyanki. <laughs> they are in first place, so, you know. They are. Sitting in, sitting in first, we're in second, you're in third. Cobalt will be easy to take out, but I, it's the Githyanki you most want to worry about. You mentioned there was a team game before. How many team games normally are there in a champion games? Is it just the one? Are they more frequent than that? Sometimes there are none. Mm. Some oh, year- it's a total lottery. Okay. Some, some years you'll come and there won't be no team games at all. And then other years, it's all about teaming up. So, I don't know, with it being the year of the purple moon, could be the time for a team-up game. Well, I'm glad we've got ourselves a, a bit of a, a deal then, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for sticking with us, and we'll do the same for you. Handshake. They, they shake hands with all three of you. Yep, shake back. <laughs> <laughs> shake, shake. 
What were you saying, Titus? Oh, shake, absolutely, yeah. Gently. I'm going to break their hands. (laughs) (laughs) They give you firm handshakes. Um, As you guys have kind of brokered this alliance between you and and the dwarfs. Um, You see that the room is still a buzz. You see that Volok is still in the centre of this ring. Um, Journalists everywhere. And you see kind of all the commotion is fading away, I guess, from what's happened so far. Um, And then all of you hear fanfares... Titus, you recognise this fanfare immediately as the fanfare of the Goliath Princess Zalu. And you see on the main stage at the front where the games official told you all the rules, Zalu appears as an ambassador for the planet of Ole. Crown on her head, beautiful jade green dress on this stunning Goliath woman and she doesn't say anything she has a uh, not a servant not a slave a slave is a totally the wrong word but she has like people who work for her who address the room and uh, you see a you see a, a Goliath who's not a barbarian but someone who's like a you know, like a foot guard or something to the princess, um, addresses the room and says, Princess Zalu would like to congratulate all of you for making it through the first day of the games. More fanfares, more things going off. Um, Princess Zalu would like to invite all the teams to talk privately with her Within the hero zone, you see all the journalists get riled up, like photographers start taking pictures, and you see the Githyanki, you see the dwarfs, you see the kobold team all start to line up through the crowd to have a audience with Princess Salu of Ole. Titus, she is beautiful. I mean, I know when you described her before, you always said she was a, she was a looker, but she's stunning. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, um, how do I, how do I look? I, 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 I should have worn a different. Oh God, I should have worn a different singlet or something. I look stupid in this. I think you look. I think you look nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd maybe uh, check that you haven't got any weird sticky leaves down there or anything, just in case. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, not that it's going to get there, but you never know. Um, no, you look. You look good. You look good. Um, yeah, you're not not too sweaty. A uh, little bit of blood, actually. We should, probably should have had a shower. There's a little bit of blood on you. Um, but that's, well, leave that's, that. Leave that. She'll like leave that. Leave that. Yeah, leave that. She'll <laughs> she'll dig that. Chicks dig blood. <laughs> <laughs> should we queue up and wait for our audience? Yeah, I guess. I guess this is happening. This is it. Oh my god. Oh, my, I, I'm so excited. First Volok, now this. So... You you have you have spoken to. Zalu before though, right? <laughs> oh, what a twist. What like, a twist. It's your, you know, it's your big mission. You must have. You must have. This must be like really kind of uh... second nature. <gasps> hmm? <laughs> hmm? Sorry? 
Oh if my have... god. Titus, you have spoken you have spoken to this person that you that you've like committed your entire love for. You have spoken to her before. Let's 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 let the dice decide because I I don't know. It's mine. <gasps> I never qualified. This, I love did the I, idea Ollie? that he, she doesn't even know your name. I love the idea. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, whatever you decide, if you want to go with the dice and let the dice decide, great. If yeah, you want I to establish, if you want to establish <gasps> as part of this joke that actually she is the love of your life and yet you've never spoken to her before, that's cool. Whatever you want to do. Well, let's yeah. This is let's let the dice decide if it's yeah I love that idea okay if it's or, evens I was going to do ten or below I've before. never spoken to her oh yeah let's do that okay ten, oh, all right okay ten or ten or below you've never spoken to her eleven to twenty you have you have a previous relationship with this woman like a, yeah. a vocal relationship here we go What is it? I'm gonna put this. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna say the number. I'm gonna put it up on screen, and you, one of you can say it. <gasps> <gasps> Natural, Natural one. one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, okay. Titus gets Titus. so nervous he can't wow. speak around her. Titus. Yeah, you're mute around her now. Yeah. Titus, this is where you come clean to Ark and Zakaya. They have asked you. You've asked them if you look good, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, have I got the right leotard on and whatever. And then Ark asks you if you've ever actually spoken to this woman before. D- directly to her or like in a group setting? Um, Just in any way, shape or form. Have you, <laughs> have you spoken to this woman before? Um... Oh, have I ever spoken to her before? I just don't think back. Uh, it's been a while uh, since I was on uh, Ole, so the tournament and the Winter's Games. No, no, I've never spoken to her in my life. <laughs> I love, I'm living for this twist. Are, are you fucking kidding me, Titus? <laughs> are you what do you what? say? I don't know what to say. I don't. I know what to say to Volok. He's a dickhead. She's the what? most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Does she even know that you exist? She must. You're famous, right? What? But what? You have. But what if? What if she's a dickhead? What if she's a dickhead? She can't be a dickhead. What? Because she's pretty. She's solid. Pretty she's, people can be dickheads. She's. She's the love of Zach, my life. Zach is gorgeous, but she's a dickhead. We know this. <laughs> Could Mrs. Ark be a dickhead? Oh. No. Zalu can't be a dickhead either. But I, I, I have never known what the right thing to say, ever. I know what to say in a, in a wrestling match or or in a press conference. You're going to have to talk for me. I don't, I, I, I don't know. But I'm saying, <laughs> I, don't... I mean, we have even less knowledge of Zalu than you do. So what are we supposed to say to her? Just make me look good. Um, okay, well, I mean, we, we won at least. We, well, we we survived and we're second place. So we're third place even, third place. So yeah, that's good. That's good. She's seeing you in a good setting for the first time ever. This is such <laughs> a revelation. 
Just, this... I think I think Ark just got his head in his hands, thinking that <laughs> I haven't I haven't spoke to a woman um, in a flirtatious way since I got married, and like I'm I feel I feel just terrified that I'm the person who has to connect these two up. Like I'm just staring <laughs> into his own hands, saying, "What do I do?" Ark, you literally have to be. A wingman. wingman. Oh! Oh, wow. I'm going to wow myself there. That was fucking great. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you deserve that well. Yes. Okay. Jamie, I'm so glad you're on the same page with that as well. Yeah. Um, right. You're all queued up at the moment. You see that the... Um, you see that the dwarves are going first and having their audience with um, with Princess Zalu and her, uh, her footmen who are around her. Um, you are at the back of this queue right now, waiting to be seen. Titus, what's what are we telling her? What's the key message? Uh, tell her I'm a, a, a man of honour and I uh, dedicate my performance to her and mention the backflip. Just make sure you mention the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Ark, I think you've got this, buddy. I would not want to be lumbered with this gig. So good luck. <laughs> I can chip in if you need. Titus, you are very distracted right now. So distracted. Oh, no. You are talking in between Ark and Zakaya, but you are just staring straight ahead at this beautiful mm-hmm. woman who you have admired for so long and have not yet uttered a single word to. So therefore, you won't be taking part in this perception check. Ark oh. and Zakaya, roll me <gasps> perception checks, please. Oh. oh. I'm rolling it just for fun. <laughs> Ark. Six. Zakaya. I got a nat 20. Oh! Are you serious? Yeah, it's the first one that I've I've got for probably the last game we played too, actually. <laughs> I can't even show you. Oh, I mean, I can take a picture of it, I suppose. But yeah, generally, you've got 20. Wow. Wow. Okay. Right. Ark, you do not see this at all. You are head head in hand, like (laughs) talking to, like trying to help Titus talk to a woman he's never spoken to before. But Zakaya, with a nat 20... You see the games official, the one who checked you in before you got into the stadium, peeking behind a curtain in front of a door looking directly at you. She's got goth-like makeup on and sweeping emo hair across her face while she wears a tartan skirt with a studded belt along with a Champion Games official polo top and fucking huge Doc Martens on. She moves her index finger up to her lips as if to make the shush gesture and beckons mm. you over. Zakai, without even doing an insight check, you know that she looks scared and doesn't want to be seen. What do you do? Okay. <gasps> I, I'm going... 
I'm going to say to um, Arkansas, uh, guys, I'm actually, um, I'm going to go and grab another uh, creme fatal, if that's cool. I'm still feeling a bit parched. Um, I'll be back here in just a sec, guys. I won't be a minute. Uh, you uh, you queue up and to be fair, it's moving so slow. By the time I get back, we'll probably still be only a few few feet from Zalu anyway. But good luck. And uh, Titus, you're sweating profusely. I'll see you guys in a bit. <laughs> Uh, Titus, you are that key and peel meme. A key and peel meme, just yes. water yes. dripping and drenching all down you. Um, Zakaya, you head over to this these curtains, right? Yeah, absolutely. You see that the games official, as you start advancing towards her, she dashes behind the curtain, and you hear a door close. Uh, okay, right. Um, I'm going to investigate behind the curtain. Can I see the door in question? You can. She's gone through. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to approach the door. Um, can I open the door? You absolutely can. Yep. So I'm going to uh, open it, uh, go inside, gently close it behind me without making too much noise. Uh, is she in there? You enter into a very dusty corridor that only gets dustier and like filled with cobwebs the further mm. you travel down it. You swing a right and you see the games official stood in front of double doors with a sign above them that says Hall of Fame. Oh. And she clocks you coming round the corner, and as you approach her, she says, Hi, um, sorry to steal you away from your team, but I I just had to talk to you. I'm, I'm Trudith. Sorry, it's under such weird circumstances that we talk again. Oh, that's okay, Trudith. Um, it's it's nice to see you again. Actually, <laughs> I um I was sort of sort of looking for you, not looking for you, obviously, but you know, in yeah. the crowd, I yeah um yeah. I thought you seemed nice, and uh yeah, why why have you uh why have you pulled me away? This is, we've been looking for the Hall of Fame, me and my companions. We couldn't find any signage or anything. Oh yeah, no, it's um, it's it's right here. Um, yeah, no, I've been looking for you too. Um, there's there's so much talk of you and your likeness to Vixen. I was really taken aback the first time I saw you. You see, but um, like I totally see it. Uh, can I can I show you something? Of course. She pushes onto the double doors and opens them into a room sixty foot high and a hundred foot across filled with filing cabinets. Drawers and drawers, all stacked on top of each other, with drawers open, filled with paper, unfurling into the room. I'm, um... I'm like, uh, I'm like the, the newish Champion Games historian. Like, I've, I've got the job of digitising all of this paperwork over the next year, and it's... Oh, God, it's quite the undertaking, but... Sounds like a lot of typing, yeah. Oh my god, it's so much. Like, Have you got I'm... one of them scanner pen things, you know, that you can just like highlight bits of text <laughs> and it puts it in the cloud or whatever? Oh my god, I wish. Do they, they're a thing? I had no idea. I think, maybe, I don't know. You, I, I think I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think Canonic... I just made, the, made that up to impress you, Trudith. <laughs> Canonically, Ames, it's a thing. That's happening. Um, <laughs> okay. But look, I... Um, I don't know. I recently started working on the, the family trees of champions and like contestants from the games. It mm-hmm. says that it says in Vixen's file that she she had no offspring, but 
to see you here? Well, I've spent so many months staring at her picture. Makes me think that it just isn't the case. Zakaya, she pulls a photo from a filing cabinet and shows it to you. It depicts Star, Fool, Madame and Vixen all in a group together, looking like they're having the time of their life in battle poses, laughing as if they're ready to take on the world. Oh, they look so happy. Yeah, they do, right? I think this was I think this was literally after the last time that they they won the champion games. Must I don't know, twenty five years ago or so? Wow. You look so it just looks like you're in the picture, and but it's her, but you're stood in front of me. I just... Yeah, it, it is crazy. Put, put Elvin ears on her, and she's she is me. It's it's crazy. Um, and the, the weirdest thing is, you're not going to believe this, Trudith, but I've met Madame, the Madame in the photo, Madame Modana. We met her recently, and she told me that, you know, my mother is out there, and she's proud of me. And she mentioned the femme fatal. So I know this is my mother. I, I haven't even said that out loud yet, Judith, but I know this is my mother. I know it. Where, where can I find her? Oh my God, this, this is unbelievable. The fact, that, the fact that generations have been here and competing in the champion games. This is incredible. I have to, I have to note this all down. And she, she, in a spat of pure clumsiness and excitement... She's like so socially awkward, but she's doing the best that she can through all of this. <laughs> she leans on a filing cabinet and like knocks it over and like papers scatter everywhere. And in a, in a, in a kind of calm fluster, she talks in your directions while in your direction while picking up the papers and said, look, I've got more pictures on file and more information on her too. Just like, just down there, and she points, like, not even down a corridor, but just further into the room and, like, round a corner, a stack of, like, more filing cabinets. Head down there um, and, and, and grab the pile on the, on the second lot of filing cabinets for me. We, we, have to, we have to start noting this down. Can you grab it for me? Uh, yeah, of course I can. And Zach reaches down to the paper pile to grab it. Okay, so you reach down, you help her pick up some of these papers, um, yep. and she says, "Great, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start like putting these all together and stapling." Um, oh, where's my stapler? Would you, would you mind just, just down there on the right, on the second stack of filing cabinets? That's where my stapler is. Would you mind getting it for me? Um, yeah, I guess. Listen, uh, Trudith, I, I really want to help, but also. I can't really leave my team for too long. Like, my Titus is about to talk to the woman he's loved for a long time, for the first time, and I, that's not a moment I can miss. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I'll grab you the stapler. So Zach quickly grabs the stapler for her. Okay, you walk oh. down. You walk down to the second filing cabinet, um, and you grab the stapler that's on top of the filing cabinet. Yeah. Um, 
Zakaya, roll me a constitution saving throw. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, here we I go. I bloody knew it. Do you know what? It's so weird. I'm in my bedroom alone at the moment, and I'm actually, like, glancing around. Like, it's it, this <laughs> whole scene has made me, as a player, so uncomfortable. And so, like, because I know that something's not quite right here. Oh, my God. Roll okay, me constitution a saving constitution throw. saving throw, please, Zakaya. Fuck. Oh, God. 12. <laughs> Zakaya, you feel the sharp stabbing pain of a knife being thrown directly at your body across the room and into your abdomen. As this knife sticks into your belly, you see appearing from behind some filing cabinets. A masked humanoid, fully cloaked, swords and daggers drawn like some kind of assassin come from the shadows to hurt you. Zakaya, you take 26 points of piercing damage. You are fully stunned. You cannot move, you cannot talk, you cannot say or do anything. You are just stood there in this dusty, cobwebby hall of fame as this masked assassin advances towards you with sword and dagger drawn. And that's where we end our session. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe how like nervous I am looking around the room. Like, you just created such a weird atmosphere there. When she was like, "Can you bend down and get the stuff?" I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's that's fine." But the second thing, I was like, mm, "Do I tell her to get her own stapler?" <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much to my players Jamie, Amy, and Adam for coming through and playing another episode oh. of Dice with Death. Bloody um. Hell. You should subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify as well. I know you can now leave a five-star review on Spotify as well as Apple. So thank you to everybody who's been doing that so far. Please continue to do it because it really, really, really does help us out. Um, follow us on social media at DiceDeathPod. And you can also follow these guys on social media, part of the crew, part of the Dice With Death cast. Jamie, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. I'm Jimu1987. Amy, where can people find you on social media? I am on Twitter at Amy underscore Mallet, two L's, two T's, and then on Instagram at I think therefore I Amy. And Adam, where can people find you on the social media? Oh, you can find me at Adam Wilborn across all social medias. <laughs> and if you want to get at me in the comments, because I never do this, I am at dead underscore eight, D-E-A-D <laughs> underscore E-I-G-H-T. Come and at me, because I know these guys are going to be very frustrated with me. Ugh. Please join us again for another thrilling episode of Dice With Death when we return in a couple of weeks. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye. bye.